How do concomitant medications affect antidepressant response? Find out about this and more in today's PB Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you today from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. Side effects of concomitantly used non-psychiatric medication should be considered when evaluating antidepressant response. A study of 885 patients published in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry showed that the number of medications used with depression as a side effect was significantly associated with lower odds of no to minimal depressive symptoms with an adjusted odds ratio of 0.75 and higher odds of moderate to severe symptoms with an adjusted odds ratio of 1.14. The authors concluded that individuals treated for MDD frequently used non-psychiatric medications for comorbid medical conditions that are associated with an increased risk of depressive symptoms. In evaluating the response to an antidepressant medication, side effects of concomitantly used medications should be considered. These associations were not found for medications without depression as a side effect. In our next story, we learned that a pixabin dose reduction can be appropriate for patients with cancer and venous thromboembolism. This according to a study presented at the International Society on Thrombosis and Hemostasis 2023 Congress. In the Phase 3 EVE study, major bleeding plus clinically relevant non-major bleeding occurred in 8.9% of patients in the apixabin 2.5 group and in 12.2% of those in the 5 mg group. Major bleeding occurred in 2.8% and 2.2% of the patients respectively, and clinically relevant non-major bleeding occurred in 6.7% and 9.9% respectively. Recurrent VTE, or arterial thrombosis, occurred in 5% of the patients in each group, and all-cause mortality rates were also similar between the groups. And finally, we learned in a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine that your patients with kidney failure who require kidney replacement therapy may live longer when treated with hemodiafiltration. The CONVINCE study, which comprised 1,360 patients who had received high-flux hemodialysis for three or more months, showed that death from any cause occurred in 17.3% of the patients in the high-dose hemodiafiltration group and 21.9% in the continued high-flux hemodialysis group over a medium follow-up of 30 months. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing, Medical News Roundup, and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories and Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.